Welcome everyone to episode 38 of Missing Pieces. My name's Greg and this is my weekly series where I sit down and I discuss my life, Lego, and anything else that's on my mind. This of course is being uploaded in video format to YouTube, but if you prefer to listen to this while you're on the go, it's also available on every podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I wanna thank you guys, of course, for taking time out of your day to be here with me. I have a really great show for you. I have a lot of topics to talk about, but before we get into that, I do have a Patreon thank you to put out there too. Lego Fan One, thank you so much for joining us on Patreon. It's a great way to support creators out there, not just me, but anyone else that you see on YouTube that has a Patreon. Try to support them whatever you can, and I'm sure they appreciate that just as much as I do. So thank you, Lego Fan One. And now we get into this week, which we were gonna start out in Lego. I know some of you guys are here for the Lego stuff. Some of you guys are here for the life stuff. We got a little bit of everything here. So let's start this week in Lego. Clark man, this was his week of Lego building. We started this week off with him getting a haul from shop.lego.com, a haul that he actually picked out all the sets for. So we did a haul video on that. He opened everything up, saw the stuff, showed you what he got. And of course, instantly went into building. This kid does not believe in a backlog. You guys have seen my backlog where there's just sets all over the wall here, just waiting to be built. Not with Clark Man, especially when there's Minecraft sets in there. The first one that he got into was the Redstone Battle, which is based off of Minecraft Dungeons, which we beat this week. And we're gonna talk a little bit about that upcoming here in Gamer Tech News. But Minecraft Dungeons, Redstone Battle, awesome set. He had a great time building that. And then that was I think just day one. He built that setup. And then the next day, which would have been Tuesday, I believe, we got into Lunch and Lego, which is a Patreon series we do. And it's becoming like my favorite series that I do. It's exactly what it sounds like. I think I might've mentioned it last week where I make some lunch, we eat lunch, we build a Lego set, we do it live, and it's it's just a ton of fun. But he built the Ferrari during that one, and that was, oh my gosh, if you guys are thinking about it getting into Speed Champions, if it was one of those themes where you're like, nah, I'm not so into it, especially if it's because you don't like stickers, buy the Ferrari Speed Champion set. It is so good, it's a $20 set. It's wide enough that you can fit two minifigs side by side, which isn't very common in Lego. Like I was thinking of the cars that I used to have when I was a kid and they were like four wide. It was wide enough for you to put one guy in there and the steering wheel fit perfectly and stuff. But oh my gosh, this car is amazing. And I think there was like, was it between four and seven stickers? I can't remember exactly. I think it was like seven stickers, but it wasn't bad at all. It wasn't like some of those Speed Champion sets that come out and you have like a sheet that you could lay over the car and it's essentially like the whole car is stickers. I recommend it. So get into Speed Champions if you haven't yet. Just get that one and try it out. And it might be like the gateway drug that you need to like fully invest in that theme, which I think we're gonna do because I, man, I just thoroughly enjoy them. Even though uh, I didn't get a chance to build this one because Clarkman was hogging the builds. He also built the Minecraft Skull Arena, which he did off camera. I was thinking what I would do with that is we'll take that set and we'll take the Redstone Battle. We'll take it up to Clark's room and uh, Minecraft World is there. And we'll, we'll kind of introduce that into Minecraft World in a video. That way I don't bore you guys with the build part, even though some of you might prefer to see that. But uh, we'll just put it in there and I'll show you like an update on Minecraft World, which is, it's growing little by little here and there. I wish Lego would put out more Minecraft sets. I mean, I'm thankful that June 1st came around and there was two new Minecraft sets, but that seemed to be like all that available. And I don't want to get into old wounds here, especially ones that are in my heart. Lego, please. But I wish they would do more dungeon sets. I'd love to see like all the levels of that game combined. And heck, if they were trying to do something really cool, like they're doing with the Mario, or if they're doing with Ninjago, where it's almost like a game you can play, Minecraft Dungeons, it's perfect for that. But yeah, that's that was a whole lot of building. We also built 
uh, the Speed Champions Lambo, which I have right here. If you guys are watching this, that was a, it was a fun little thing. I did it as a public live stream, which I haven't done many of those lately. And it was great just kind of doing like a chill thing where I was sitting down and talking to everybody and, and building that up. I did, I had this like genius idea. It's not genius at all, but I had this funny idea where I would act as though I got the actual Lamborghini, the Technic one. And I did like a completely bogus thumbnail and I titled it building or reviewing the Lego Lamborghini, definitely not clickbait. And I put that out and you guys had fun with that. And that was, that was cool. So it also, if you're trying to get into speed champions, maybe this is the way to go in $5. They'll get you in for the little Lambo Huracan, but I would recommend spending the extra 15 probably if, if you have it to go ahead and get the Ferrari one. And I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll come back here and you'll be like, yeah, that was, I think I might do that. And then you'll get your next one and be like, Greg, you didn't tell me there were 700 stickers on these things. I'd be like, hey, I'm just, I'm, this is my testimonial on the Ferrari. We don't have many of the Speed Champion sets, but the ones we've had, we've enjoyed. And I think this year is the year that they've gotten the best. But this isn't all about Speed Champions. It's also about Harry Potter a little bit. Greg is becoming a Harry Potter detector. What? I think I left you guys off last week. I think we had watched the first Harry Potter movie, which was something that was like unheard of for Brickatech because it's one of those things that I just never had any interest in. I was like, yeah, I'm not really into the whole wizards thing, kid wizards, uh, Dumbledores, whatever that is. And I... <sighs> I resisted it for a long time. Harry Potter detectors, you're very strong on this channel. I, th I bought a couple Harry Potter sets, like the Great Hall, I love that set. I have Aragog's Lair. I've got a couple other smaller ones that I can, I appreciated the sets and I, I can appreciate it when they show pictures of them and stuff. And there was some sets I was considering getting this summer, but that's all the appreciation that I had was like, okay, it looks, looks like a cool set. What is that? A house? Is that a car? What is that bluish reindeer thing there? I don't know what that is. And oh, obviously that's Harry, but I don't know this guy, this guy, this guy that has changed for me. And I love that because like Lego was obviously a thing that I I'm passionate about. And there's this theme that I think is really interesting, but I couldn't fully get around it because I didn't know the source material. And I do believe that you can enjoy Lego without knowing the source material, but it makes it so much more powerful when you do. So this week, what I was planning to do was each week I was going to watch a Harry Potter movie and come back to you and tell you like what I thought of that one and give you like my official review. But I really can't do that because we got out of hand, guys. We got a little out of hand here because not only did we watch The Sorcerer's Stone, which is the first one last week. This week, I'll, I'll list them off. We watched Chamber of Secrets. We watched Prisoner of Azkaban. We watched Goblet of Fire. We watched Order of the Phoenix. And now we're working on the Half-Blood Prince. Oh my gosh. It's so good. What was, what was I thinking, man? I've been missing out on this my entire life. Oh my gosh, this series is so good. I love the world. I think I talked a little bit about this last week. I love the world that Harry Potter is set in. I just feel like it's this thing that exists in each movie. You learn more and more about this and making connections between things. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I mean, I, I compare it to Star Wars in the way that you just dropped in and you feel like this is a whole galaxy that exists there. And I feel that way about Harry Potter and I'm enjoying the movies thoroughly. If you guys are wondering what my favorite one is so far, I think Prisoner of Azkaban was my favorite one. I just, I know it's a little bit darker than the, the, the first two, but I just really love like everything about that. I love the way the movie was filmed and it really just caught my attention. And people warn me it got a little dark, and it does. I mean, it continues on that same path as as you continue on, especially with the Goblet of Fire, and I guess all of them, really. But that one was the one that really caught me. 
The first two I enjoyed, and I, I couldn't figure out why I liked it so much, but it turns out that it's directed by Chris Columbus, who also founded the New World. Not really. He also directed my favorite movie of all time, which is Home Alone. And I felt like, when I was watching the first Harry Potter, I felt like some Home Alone overtones to it. I was just like, why does this remind me of Home Alone? Is it because Harry is, is like, Macaulay Culkin's age or whatever. Hey, I guess he's older than Macaulay Culkin when he made the movies, but like he's wearing his, his sweater and stuff. And I'm just like the music as well. I'm just like, this really feels like home alone, which just holds a special place in my heart. But yeah, I'm, I'm like loving these Harry Potter movies and I'm excited. Like it's so awesome to come to like one night watch prisoner of Azkaban. And then literally the next white, or the next night, watch Goblet of Fire. I have these all listed in order so I don't say I'm wrong and have you guys just destroy me. But we're just cranking them out. And I was thinking about people that, you know, you watch that Harry Potter movie and you had to wait a year or two to watch the next one. And I'm cranking through these. But I'm going to be so sad at the end of probably this week when we're completely done with the movies. Like literally we have half, half of the Half-Blood Prince. So we have like a quarter of the Blood Prince to watch. And... Then we have the final two movies and that's it. My Harry Potter journey is going to be over. And it's like, I think about watching a movie for the first time and how you never get that experience again, unless somehow you forget about it or you get amnesia or something like that. But to have the ability to watch these all and watch them in, in rapid succession like that is just really awesome. And I'm like loving it so much. And I feel like I am becoming a Harry Potter detector, something I've sworn to never become. I'm just kidding. I'm so happy that I watch these and I'm watching them with Mrs. Rickett Clark's watching them. Although I don't feel like they hold his attention that much. I feel like he's a little too young for it, especially now that they're getting a little more violent. He hasn't commented on it, but I see it infiltrating other things that he loves. Like you guys know that he loves Transformers. And today he said something about Starscream putting a spell on the Autobots. And he said he used magic. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. But uh, I love I love the whole Harry Potter series. I think Snape might be one of my favorite characters. I don't know how it all plays out in the end with him. Like I thought he was a bad guy this whole time, but I love the way he talks and some of like there's a little bit of dry humor with him as well, which is right up my alley. And I I, I don't know. I just I'm really I'm really enjoying it. And I'm I find myself when after I watch each movie, I find myself looking at the sets from that from that particular movie because you can go on brick set and you can like order them by the by the particular movie. And I'm looking, I'm like, oh yeah, that was that scene. That was that scene. And admittedly, some of the older ones are a little rough, but man, these new sets from 2018 on are pretty sweet. So I think I need to kind of jump back in time and get the ones that I missed out on. And I think I'm going all in for uh, 2020 once they're available. I see you can get them on Zavi. If you guys are trying to score some Harry Potter sets early, along with some other sets, Z-A-V-V-I, not a sponsor. Just, I, I see them on there and they're like MSRP with some shipping. But it's one of those things where, I could probably wait. I have a lot of stuff to build. The Batmobile is sitting over staring at me. I've got a whole studio that's still a mess right now. But that's sort of because of how busy this week is. And we'll talk about that towards the end of this podcast. But I feel like I can wait a little bit for the Harry Potter stuff. I've waited this long. <laughs> I think I could wait until they're actually released in uh, the United States. Maybe Lego be doing some promos. I can get VIP on them and stuff like that. But I just feel like after watching the movies, I'm going to be so much more invested. And I even went back last night. I went back and I looked at the the CMFs from the Harry Potter series and I'm like, oh, I need these, man. I need these in my life. I When these came out, I was like, not interested. I had no idea who any of these people were outside of like Harry and Ron and Hermione, who I want to call Hermione or Hermione because that's how it's spelled. Like if I was reading the Harry Potter books, 
I'm, I don't know if they sound it out for you or whatever, but if you read Hermione's name, I think it's H-E-R-M-I-O-N-E. Hermione, like Obi-Wan, she's Hermione. So I would have gotten that wrong. It would have been like really uh, devastating when I watched the movie to see it. But yeah, I think I think the sets are fantastic. I think the movies are, are incredible. I'm just so sad that I missed out on this. And I don't know how it happened. The only thing that I can assume is that it was because I was like at, at kind of like a weird age when the movies came out. Like I, I think I would have been 16, 17-ish when the first movie came out. And I feel like that's a little bit too old for like to be a true enthusiast, but that's not true because I'm now 35 and I'm like loving these movies. But the mo the book came out in 97, I think. And that would have been perfect for me because I would have been like 13 years old. And I feel like me and Harry could have, could have really related. And I don't know how I missed out on it. I wish it was one of those books that like my seventh grade teacher would have been like, you need to read Harry Potter. And I would have been like, oh yeah, let's read it. And I'd been like, I, I'm in this world and I could have like enjoyed it and all this stuff, but you can't go back and make up for lost time. All you can really do is watch every single movie within a two week time period and just gush over how much you love it and how much you missed out on it. And it is cool to watch Harry grow up as the movies go by. Um, Mrs. Bricktech was a little triggered with his, his long hair and the goblet of fire, I think was the one, but yeah, he's, it, it's, it's interesting seeing him like go from this little boy to like a, basically a, an adult is really cool as long as well as the other characters and um, just getting to know all these people and stuff. I love Dumbledore and his animals and I got to get, I got to, did I, oh my gosh, did I just say Dumbledore? I meant Hagrid. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so glad I caught that. You guys have been like Dumbledore does. Oh, he does have an animal. He has a Phoenix. I could have probably gotten away with that, but I love Hagrid. He's probably one of my favorite characters. I, I got to get his hut. And when I went to Target, I, I guess this is kind of unrelated, but it's Harry Potter related since uh, this is, I, am I becoming a Harry Potter detector? Brickitech becoming a Harry Potter detector. We went, sh went RC shopping there, which I'll talk about here briefly, soon. And they had, the Lego was wiped out entirely. They had one Harry Potter set on the shelf and it was Hagrid's Hut. Literally just one of those. And I looked at the price, it was like $47, which is 20% off. And I almost bought it, but then I saw it was 20% off pretty much everywhere except lego.com, lego.com. And um, I, I passed on it for now, but I definitely wanna get that. And I wanna get like into the Harry Potter world with Lego. And I think that'll make some of you guys kind of excited about it. At least I hope so. I've been, you guys ask me every time Harry Potter stuff comes out, you're like, Greg, are you getting the Harry Potter stuff? What do you think of the Harry Potter? And I'm just like, yeah, it looks cool. But yeah, maybe, probably not. Now I'm like, it looks cool. And I remember that part of the movie, I'm in. So uh, my passion for Harry Potter is, is, is going up dramatically as is my passion for Lego Harry Potter. I'm loving it. Maybe I should start playing the Harry Potter games, which I guess kind of ties into a segue into our next part of our episode here, which is Gamer Attack News, news, news. If you don't know, Gamer Attack is my gaming channel. Clark and I have fun there playing Minecraft and doing all kinds of stuff. I mentioned earlier in this episode that we beat Minecraft Dungeons. And I just realized now that I'm talking a little quickly in this episode. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to like rush through this. I, uh, I get a little excited though sometimes. And when you're in the world of YouTube, you, you find yourself kind of presenting in a way that's more fast paced than how you typically talk. But it's just, I'm just passionate today. I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm just feeling this. So I apologize for that. If you guys are like spinning around in circles right now, trying to keep up with me, I'm not on the Octan, although I am drinking some high quality H2O and maybe we'll take this moment to have a little bit of a drink break. There you go. Get some ASMR drinking in there. Let's talk about Gamer Attack. This isn't going to be a long segment, but 
we did we did beat Minecraft Dungeons, which was really an awesome accomplishment. We did it right after Missing Pieces came out last week. Uh, it was a game that we've been working on for a long time. It's it's nothing like Minecraft. It's more like Diablo than Minecraft. It's like an overhead kind of isometric view where you're hacking and slashing and getting loot and leveling up your guy and fighting stronger people so you can keep doing that. And Clark and I did some grinds to finally beat the final boss. And we did it like on our last life with very little health left. It was one of those dramatic moments and we did it. And it, I felt like the sense of accomplishment with my son that was just really fun. And, uh, I, we get that a lot, I suppose, but it was, it was cool. Uh, it was cool doing that. And it was, it was really epic for me to go through that with him, that game and the whole process and experience. And it just kind of makes me think about what's to come for our relationship. You know, we've, we've, we've done the Lego thing. We've done Thomas. I followed him in every hobby that he's, that he's been into, but this one in particular, like I could see us doing for a long time because kids always love to play games, right? Like, and, uh, Adults, as, adults do as well. I can, I can attest to that. We played another game when we beat that because it was, a, it was a short-lived thing. We played a Ninjago, Lego Ninjago video game. What is the full title? It's Lego Ninjago Movie Video Game. Is the title of this game? Very long title to a game that uh, was okay, it, just okay. A lot of you guys were excited that we were finally playing a Lego game. But we, Clark and I played through the first level, which if you haven't gone over and watched it, it's about an hour long. It's pretty funny. It's me trying to get through the game while Clark is on vacation, as he calls it. He's swimming in the water and doing all this stuff and doing nothing to help me move forward in the game or to, to beat the people that we're trying to fight. Uh, but I finally get him together and we go through it and we get to the end of the first level. Like we've played for like an hour and, or maybe less, I don't know how long the, the episode was, but we get to the end of it and it goes to this cutscene where you, you beat the level like you would find in most video games and the game freezes. And I'm just like, what? So I back out of it and come back and we basically lost like 80% of our progress. And I was so devastated by that. I was like, Ugh! not to mention the game isn't it's not great. It's coming off of Minecraft Dungeons. I enjoyed that more. I mean, everyone has different tastes and sometimes people let the fact that something is Lego, for example, cloud their judgment of something that may not be the best or Star Wars, for example, like, oh, it has a Star Wars skin. So it's amazing. But if it didn't have Star Wars, you probably wouldn't be interested at all. Battlefront 2 people. I don't know if I'm going to go back to Lego Ninjago movie video game. It's, it was just okay. Maybe we should give it another shot. I do want to try out Lego Worlds, which I've heard a lot of mixed reviews on. Like people are like, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of okay. It's like Minecraft, only not as good. I want to try that. We can try that co-op. I'm kind of looking for co-op experiences. Clark also played Streets of Rage 2 with me, which is up on our gaming channel, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, yesterday, we got a gift in the mail. It's a Sega Genesis Classics collection, which I was going to grab because I have here somewhere, but it's 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 lost in the mess. We got that from Builders310, who's a Patreon detector, and we're going to be doing a lot of that. I signed up for Xbox Game Pass this week. Uh, so we're going to be playing games on there as well. And it's super easy to stream from Xbox to Twitch, which is where I do my streams at. And it's just like a lot of gaming stuff happening. I, I have loved video games since I was five years old and I played them pretty consistently all the way up through like high school and college. And then when this whole YouTube thing came, I kind of stopped because it was one of those things where I couldn't justify the, the time invested because I could be making a video. I could be doing something productive, especially after you become full-time self-unemployed, as I call it, where I do nothing but make videos and I could build the Harry Potter night bus, which we did this, this week. I built that as a part of the Lambo stream, started it, and Clark finished it. Awesome set, by the way. 
Or I could sit and play video games that it's not productive at all, but I found a way, a loophole that justifies it in my mind and that's through streaming it and uploading videos of it. It's like, okay, this time isn't completely wasted because I can make six cents off of making a video off of it. Ha, got him. So that's something I've been into. So there's kind of like gamer tech news, I guess is gonna be a thing. I'll kind of give you updates on what I'm working on there. But there was this other video game experience that I had this week that was, I mentioned I played video games since I was five. And I don't know if you guys feel this way, but I feel like that time when you played your first video game was truly something special. It was like amazing that first time, like for me, I sat down and I played Super Mario Brothers for the Nintendo for the first time and with my mom and I was just like, wow. And then I remember my dad playing like right after us, like my mom went, I went. My dad got to the first jump in Super Mario, fell down in the hole, and he never played video games again until we bowling came out. And he enjoyed that. So it was like, that was it. But for me, that was just the beginning and I got hooked. And I remember certain periods of time where like I went from that to Sega Genesis and I was just like, these graphics are incredible. I've never seen anything so amazing in my life. And then I remember that happening again when uh, I got a, or my friend got a Nintendo 64 and I played Super Mario Brothers 64, Super, Super Mario 64 on that. And I'm like, 3D? 3D is a thing in video games? This can't get any better. And then I remember the first time that I was playing a football game and I could read the player's jersey name on the back. And I'm like, this is insane. And it just kind of kept going. but eventually you kind of get desensitized to it. Like you go from like place PlayStation two to PlayStation three. It's like, okay, that kind of looks better. You know, I'm just, I'm playing the same games basically. Then you go from PlayStation three to PlayStation four. You're like, yeah, graphics are a little bit better. Still same games. I had an experience this week though. That was completely new and completely profound when I did it. And that was playing VR or getting a VR headset. I actually got an Oculus Quest through Best Buy. It's something I talked about a few weeks ago. I mentioned I got a little bit of a deal on it. Oculus Quest is one of those VR things where you put over your face, like it's like a head strap thing, and you got two controllers and you enter into this virtual reality world. And uh, I've, I, it's been on my radar for a while and I found out that these things have been out of stock for a, for a while because of the whole quarantine thing, like everything else. And I think people are like stoked to like, do something to keep them active because it's a very physical thing because you're literally swinging around. Uh, like I got Beat Saber, which is a game that has like, it's almost like Guitar Hero or whatever where these things are coming at you. I'm sure everyone's heard of Beat Saber and you swing at them and you have red is on the left and blue is on the right and you do all these crazy maneuvers and stuff. That was the first game that I got. But my what I want to talk about was my experience when I put this on for the first time and started playing. It was one of those moments where I felt like this is this is special. Like this is changing everything. Like video games are no longer this thing where you just sit with a controller and you stare at a screen. Like you can be in it. And I'm really excited to try out all of the, like the things that this has to offer. Like I've heard about this game. It's, I don't know what it's called, but it's like a game where you go up on in this building and you walk out onto like a plank that's over a city. And apparently some people just can't do it. Even though you know fully well that you're standing in your Lego studio and you're, you're standing on the carpet and you're walking forward in your room you feel so immersed in this that you, you can't do it. The game's, I think, like $15. And I was like, can I do it? Like, I'm terrified of heights. Would I be able to do it? I want to try it. I want to live stream this too. Like I, I, I saw this menu in this thing that said uh, live stream. And I was like, yes, I live stream my live experience playing Beat Saber. I clicked it. And apparently because Oculus is owned by Facebook, you can only live stream to Facebook live or Facebook or whatever it is. And I don't really do anything on Facebook. 
So uh, I think you can record your footage and maybe I could record it with my audio. Like it doesn't record your voice. So I was gonna record the game and then have like an audio track recording and then sync it up so you guys can like see these experiences with me. I really wanna do a flying game. I saw like there was this wingsuit game where uh, you're flying, you know, like you have a wingsuit on, you're flying down through all these mountains and stuff. I think that'd be really wild. Super Hot is apparently a good game, which is like the matrix where you're trying to take out enemies and shoot them and stuff, but you can only, Time only moves when you move, which is kind of wild. There's also a, a game called Gun Club where you can shoot a bunch of guns off and stuff. And I don't know, I'm just kind of into it. I think it's really fun. There's a boxing game. I think there's one called Ready Ready for Ready for the Fight or something like that. I, I don't know the names. I think there's another one that's like Boxing VR. I'm making all these names up. They're, they're probably actually games though. But people are talking about how much of a workout it is, you know, boxing around and stuff. And I don't know. I think it could be like, I think it could be a thing and I'm, I'm excited to do more with it. I talked to you about getting a deal on it. It's typically $400. And the reason that I chose Oculus Quest is because it's, it's you're not tethered to anything. You don't need to hook it to a computer like some of the other Oculus stuff. PlayStation VR, you have to hook it up to your PlayStation 4 or whatever. I wanted something that I could just play wherever, whenever. And this is just the headset and controllers. And I got it. Best Buy had this thing that they, they it was a, uh, Happy birthday, 10% off your next order, must use by May 31st. And I was like, no, my birthday isn't in May. My birthday is in December. But nonetheless, it came in stock one day and I was like, okay, let's put this towards that. So they gave me $40 off and I got it. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I'll keep updating you on my VR, my VR experience. I still haven't found Defensive Crate, the VR experience, which was a, a video that I put out a couple weeks ago where I made up a story about how Star Wars is in VR. But there is a game called Vader Immortal, which I'm assuming is... Maybe like Beat Saber where you have a lightsaber and you just go slashing all kinds of peeps. I don't know. I need to look into it more, but Beat Saber is my jam right now, literally and figuratively, and I'm just kind of, I'm doing one of these things with it. Okay, I'll stop doing that. Now we got through the gamer tech news and my VR experience. I want to talk about a topic from this week that I'm probably more excited about than anything else. Ooh, that's tough though, because we talked about Harry Potter, but I want to talk about Greg's RC World. Most of you guys know that I have a vlog channel called Greg's World, and lately... I've been doing a little bit of experimentation. We got this RC motorcycle, it was Ducati. We picked it up months ago at Walmart, right before the apocalypse hit with Chima. And it sat in our garage for a long time. And last week I decided that it was time to get this thing out and run it. So we did just that. I took Clark to a park, we ran this thing around, had a good time with it. Of course, I made a vlog on it. I think I talked a little bit about this last week. It was a really fantastic day and one that's like etched in my memory because of how much fun we had. But I, I came home, you know, we did the editing and all that behind the scenes stuff. And I put that video out and Clark did a couple other little RC videos in the driveway because it's become like top of mind, of course. And these videos are blowing up on Greg's world. And I'm just like so excited about that because one, my, my channel's blowing up, which is always a good thing, but it's doing something that I'm super passionate about, which is RC stuff. You guys know I love my RC trucks, RC cars, flying stuff, anything RC. I find that to be no offense, Lego, but I find RC to be the most fun hobby and the most fun that we've had has come from smashing, racing, and crashing RC trucks and cars. So it's exciting to see that taking off and it came to, uh, to my mind like, you know what? Let's just go all in on this. I'm not changing the name to Greg's RC World. It's just kind of like a funny thing that I say in my videos now. I'm like, welcome to Greg's RC World. I guess it should be Greg and Clark's, but we, uh, we did a whole bunch of that this week. Like I think yesterday, 
I recorded three videos yesterday related to RC stuff. Uh, Friday, the day before that, I recorded at least two or three videos. Like I'm just going crazy and I love it. We're having such a fantastic time. I'm getting into fixing trucks now and getting parts for them. I ordered a truck Friday that's gonna be here Wednesday that's gonna be absolutely epic. Like it's gonna be insane and I have a feeling like the, the Greg's World audience, is, their, their heads are gonna explode when they see this. It's I think my most expensive truck that I've gotten but I'm still keeping it somewhat budget. If I tell you guys the prices of these, you're gonna be like, Greg, that's not budget. But uh, this one was $230, I think, $220, $240 after taxes, let's just call it that. But I've been looking at stuff, like there was this motorcycle I was looking at that has a, like a gyro thing in it that keeps it balanced. That was $600 and I'm like, <gasps> I want it. But the way that we race trucks and cars, that thing's gonna get destroyed. I'm looking at $300 trucks, $500. They have these ones that are like one-fifth scale, so they're like massive like this. If, you, if you're listening to this, I'm holding my hands maybe um, maybe two and a half feet apart, maybe wider. Um, they're like $500, but they're just freaking epic and they go like 60 miles an hour. And again, that got me thinking, like I've been hit with every RC vehicle that we've had because Clark races around and hits into my legs. I don't wanna get hit by a car going 55 miles an hour. So we're gonna hold off on that for now. Work our way up. I think this is one of those things that I could actually make it into an investment where I spend $50 on a on a RC truck or whatever, and then the video makes more than that. So I'm hoping that through the thing that I'm buying, which I'm not gonna spoil here because next week I'm sure I'll be talking about that, along with my finish up and finales of Harry Potter, hopefully not disappointed by any of these things, but my gosh, I, 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 think, I think I can make more money than I'm spending, which is always like, an awesome goal to have on YouTube. So if you can do the thing that you love to do and somehow do it for free, especially a hobby, like so hobbies are expensive, Legos expensive, video games, not so much. It's probably a, a fairly affordable hobby because you can get a $60 game and play that for years. But RC stuff, assuming that you, you don't smash it and the smashes that I've done, I've only put a couple bucks into my truck here and there fixing minor things. It's an expensive hobby and if you can find a way to pay for it and be lucky enough that people actually wanna see you smashing your RC stuff around and having fun with your son while doing it, I feel like I I feel like I might've cracked the matrix or something. I always talk about winning life's lottery and I, I honestly feel like in some ways I've done that. I'm not bragging by any means and I hope it doesn't come off as that. I'm just like, I'm just thrilled with how things are going and to, to see people have interest in something that I'm super passionate about, whether it be Lego, RC stuff, Harry Potter. It's really cool. It's cool to share that with people and to have have people like on board with you. So thank you if you're if you're one of those people for that. It's it's wild. It's really cool. So speaking of that today, we we've got uh, plans to go up to Cody's parents' camp. We're gonna be taking the bikes along, so we're getting some outdoor stuff done. I'm taking my rock crawler RC, which is really cool. It's like a slow slow lumbering thing, but we can take it across creeks and drive it up over rocks, and it looks really epic. Like it looks like if you get really in there with the camera, it looks like you're actually driving like a a, a legit vehicle like off-roading it and stuff. So I'm excited about that. And yeah, dude, it's 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 it was an awesome week this week. The weather was just fantastic, which is why the studio still looks like crap. I literally didn't do anything Lego outside of record the things that Clark wanted to make videos on and the stuff he was building. It's just been, it's been all in, like just being outside doing RC stuff and making lunch and Lego streams, which we did two of those this week. And I had such a blast during those. Probably my favorite live streams that I do, although we do the Friday night ones, and this is obviously my favorite thing that I do, but I'm finding like almost everything I do now is like one of my favorite things that I do. And that's a great place to be, isn't it? Like so much of my life prior to becoming self-unemployed, as I call it, was doing things 
that other people wanted me to do or fulfilling other people's goals or hobbies or not hobbies, fulfilling other people's goals or wishes. And my, me and my family came last. Now it seems like things have been flipped and it's very rare that I do something that I don't really want to do. Like what you would call like real life adult stuff because I'm Peter Pan, right? I've gotten that insult before from people. You're Peter Pan. You know, you never grow up just a kid. I'm happy with that. So if you want to call me Peter Pan, that's fine. I'll take it as a compliment. I'm happy to be there. We do have a little bit more here to cover. We've got some viewer feedback, which I'll get into here. I actually have on another sheet. So we'll be right back with you after this quick little transition and we'll get into some viewer feedback from last week's episode. Got all the comments up here. Hopefully you guys are ready for some redetect action. Starting off with Jake, who asked a question that a few people asked. He says, when is Clark's Missing Pieces 2 coming? And that actually came out the same day. Came out a little bit later. Hope you guys enjoyed that one. Shot it out in the deck, Mrs. Brickitect's idea, because it was so beautiful out that day. And it's like, why shoot it in this space when I can do it outside? Other than the fact there's a bunch of mouthy chickens out there. It was a good episode. It was supposed to be the things that Clark doesn't like. He went into it with that idea because you guys suggested it and it kind of turned into the things that I like because he only had like three things he didn't like were like naps and stuff and he talked about aspirations that he has to become like four different occupations including a, a firefighter police officer nurse scuba diver was in there as well it was a really cool thing and I think I'm going to keep that series going maybe we can do the one today up at camp uh what I'd love to do is to have you guys give like uh suggestions for things for him to talk about because a lot of times I know for myself, even at my age, it's tough to be like, oh, what do I want to say next? What do I want to talk about? And I could see him struggling with that. And he'll look around for like cues, like, I love football because there's a football here that we were throwing around the day before. And I thought if I give him like questions or topics that you guys want to have him talk about, it could be a thing. And you guys are loving the series. It still doubled my views that I had on the, uh, on Missing Pieces 37. So not going to talk about that. You guys make me very angry that you guys like his content better than mine, but you know, so be it. He's much better, uh, much better at making podcasts. He's much cuter than I am. And, uh, it's much shorter. So you, you can actually survive getting through the whole thing, but, uh, we'll go on to the next comment here from Owen. He says, I just graduated high school remotely. Sorry, Owen. That sucks, dude. I know Mrs. Brickitect, she's a teacher, obviously, and they did graduation where they everyone drove up in cars and they got their diplomas and stuff. And it was, was kind of weird and they missed out on the last few months of school. So that sucks. And I feel bad for you for that. But he said, to make my day extra special, there's some positivity to this. My stepdad put together a video condensing my entire life into one hour. He found all these old tapes from my childhood and put them together and we could see my progression as the years went on. And I recommend you do this with Clark when he's older. It was really special. And now I can watch it when Whenever I want. And that's exactly what I'm trying to do here, Owen. It's the video time capsule. Clark's whole entire life is documented. I, geez, if I tried to make it a video of his life into an hour, that would be very, very difficult. Like I can make probably like a, a movie of an, enti an entire day of Clark's life. That's an entire day. But yeah, it's, it, it's really awesome when you can do that. And I love having these memories captured and recorded and to, to share those with the world, I think is really special too, because it's, it's not easy to find just a normal family that's out there like sharing the, uh, an authentic life. Like most times you find when these like vlog channels or whatever, when they get successful, it's hard to relate to somebody that's a millionaire, you know what I mean? And like living this lifestyle. And I guess there's this level of like, uh, fantasy with that. Like, Oh, I wish I could be like that. Or I wish I could be their kid. Or I wish I could be that dad. Or I wish I had a wife like that or whatever. And sometimes you live through that. But I think if anything, you just put in some type of positivity out in the world where 
there, there needs to be more of that because there's so much negativity and just to be like a little source of positivity. If I can just share us, you know, racing an RC truck or Clark on the deck talking about all the things he wants to be when he grows up. I think that's, that's really cool. And I hope I don't ever lose that, that ability to be authentic or grounded or whatever, whatever you want to call it. I just want to always be, be me and whoever I am, I want to put that out to the world and hopefully people people like who that is, I guess. But I, I thank you for that recommendation. That's certainly something I would love to do. I guess that would be like a great gift for Clark when he becomes an adult to, to make, to put something together. That's like, this was, this was us. Shoot. I'm not going to get emotional. This was our life together. Not going to get emotional. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. Let's go on to the next one here before things get out of hand. This is from Becky Barrett. Says, I also feel like I'm having a conversation with you. This is in uh, a comment related to a comment from last time where someone mentioned that they felt like we were having a conversation when I was sitting here talking to you guys. Says, I was making pancakes and was triggered by your Harry Potter comments. I'm so happy you're watching them. I was explaining why Harry Potter had to go back to his aunt and uncles and why his cousin is so mean to him when my grandson asked who I was talking to. LOL. If he didn't already think I was silly, he does now. And I think that's that's funny. Like if if I if you feel like I'm there with you, that's that's a great accomplishment. Thank you for that. The ne next comment here is from Arcade Studios. Uh, he wants to talk about the contest where I talked about the negativity that came out when I when I recommended my top five and how people can be negative towards something that I feel like is gen generally positive, like a celebration of not only a subscriber milestone, but of people creating things and giving something away. He says, hi, Greg, great missing pieces podcast as always. But I think a part of the reason why there was so much negativity from the contest was that there were so many people who spent time making it and the phrase, I want to say congratulations to everyone in the top five because they put a lot of work in, suggests that they put in more a lot more work in, when in reality, there are probably loads of people who spent time making videos. I don't really know, but it feels like there's a lack of connectivity as unfortunately you can't prove whether or not someone has watched a video. Thus the wild accusations, you didn't actually watch the videos. But I feel like in the next contest, if you commented something like good work on all the videos, then it would obviously help the people who uh, watched it have some sort of sense of conclusion or maybe just mention ones that you liked, which unfortunately didn't make the top 10. But then again, there will always be negativity, unfortunately. And I think that's a lot of good uh, feedback there. Um, I think I would be bummed as well. Like if I put my day or a week into something and like, I was like, this is going to win. And then you didn't get in the top five. I did made, I made sure I feel like in that video, I said, I was proud of everyone that entered. And I think that you should be proud of yourselves. I also put a pinned comment on there. There was a lot of insinuation that I am, I was happy with you. I can't verify that I watched every video. I guess I could put some type of comment in, but you have to realize just how time consuming this is, which is probably why, as much as I appreciate your suggestions, it's probably the last time I'll ever do a contest in this way. I'll never do one where I have to watch all of your videos again. This is gonna be the last one. From now on, everything that I do contest-wise is probably gonna be done on my subreddit, and it's gonna be a situation where you guys upvote the, the best, the highest upvoted thing gets it. So it's going to be a thing where the community chooses anyway. It kind of takes me out of the equation a little bit. And then there is none of that criticism like, oh, you didn't watch my video or you didn't, you didn't pat me on the back. There was another comment that I, I, I think came up in Missing Pieces that said like, everyone wants to be congratulation, congratulated, but they need to realize that only one person can win. So it's, it's a tough thing to balance. And it certainly isn't something that I want to put myself through. Like if I'm literally doing this for the sole purpose of giving away a hundred dollars worth of Lego, 
why introduce any complication in my life like that? You know what I mean? Like it, it definitely encourages me to not, or discourages me to, to ever do a contest like that. From now on, maybe it'll just be a thing on, on Reddit where it's just like, hey, here's the cool things people made and you can see them all, you can look through them, upvote what you want, assuming that there's no like spam on there. I don't know how that works, but then give something away out of that. We got a mouthy chicken out here. We got to move on. Coffee and Hand Production says, did anyone else shout Chamber of Secrets when Greg brought up the Harry Potter series? Great time to watch them because I would almost be criminal to miss out on the fantastic sets Legos putting out based on the movies. Long, long overdue. However, congratulations on 100,000 subscribers. That's quite the accomplishment. Well earned given the good natured of the channel. I uh, really like the idea of a subreddit series where viewers can submit artwork and mocks uh, and what have you. Contests are a nice idea, but unfortunately can bring out a lot of bad people in the community as not everyone can be a winner. Uh, just my non disclaimer thought but a subreddit submission styled series everyone get a shout out credit which in my opinion is better than any prize a handful of people can be rewarded also why so few likes it's just a click of the mouse people i like everything about your comment here thank you so much coffee and hand productions i agree with everything you said there and i i agree that i'm long overdue for harry potter I think the I think a subreddit thing could be awesome, especially if I encourage it. If I do like a video on it each each month or whatever, I think that could be cool. It could kind of be the replacement to Letter Attacked because it's it's one you don't have to physically send anything, and I think it's maybe more interesting and more fun that you can like produce or do whatever you want. You could show your artwork on there as opposed to sending it to me. I think it'd be fun, so I think that's going to be a thing. Next comment though comes from Bricks and Bits fan who says you should get the bird. This is in reference to my idea to get a conure. Uh, which thanks Brick a lot for putting that in my head because I still want to do it. In fact, we were watching videos last night on it. it says you should get a, the bird in a pirate hat and grow your beard out and do a live stream of you building that crater pirate ship you like with the pirate hat on and your bird on your shoulder. That would be awesome. I agree. I don't think anything more epic could possibly happen on my channel than me becoming an official pirate with a bird. It needs to happen. Halloween 2020, guys. Next one comes from Alex McBrick, who is a Patreon detector. Alex, thank you for your support. He says, it's it's actually really funny that you watched the first Harry Potter movie last week, because so did I. I've seen it many times, but this is the first time in a while I absolutely loved it. My second biggest passion underneath music is Star Wars, and my friend's passion is Harry Potter. So I proposed a fun idea to her. I watch all eight Harry Potter movies, and she watches all eight Star Wars movies, and then we discuss them and share our thoughts. She watched Phantom Menace, and she texted her reactions while watching it, and it was highly entertaining. Well, I love the idea so much that I was like, hey, we should make this a podcast. So we're in the process of figuring out that. Uh, figuring that out, and I would love any tips you have about software or anything for podcasts. Uh, he talks about GarageBand, because uh, I was considering that, and I uh, love the podcast as usual. I like Aaron Clark's uh, podcast equally. Sorry for such a long comment. Keep up the great work. Long comments are what I love to feature. But yeah, I think that's an awesome idea for a podcast where you as a, a Star Wars fan watch Harry Potter, and then her as a Harry Potter fan potentially, watches Star Wars, and then you guys go back and forth and talk about what you like and what you didn't like about it. it would be so awesome. As for the quality or whatever, I was very disappointed in episode 37's video and audio quality. So today I'm doing a bit of a, a stopgap type thing here. I'm actually using my Canon M50 camera with my Rode Video Mic Pro at the top of that. And the, this looks good. I love everything about it with the exception of me importing these files is gonna, is gonna be a bloody nightmare. And the fact that it only records for 30 minutes, so I have to stop occasionally to, to reset that. But outside of that, it looks good. Hopefully sounds good. I'm going to maybe experiment with a, 
a different camera and a new mic. I'm I'm really up in the air between possibly getting a camcorder just just for this series because it records for as long as I want it to record for, assuming it has battery, and then getting a Rode. I think it's called. Is it? It's oh shoot. What's it called? I've been doing all kinds of research. It's escaped me. But it's a Rode microphone that you clip to your camera and then you can clip to your shirt like a, la a wireless lav lavalier mic. And I would sound like completely epic with that. So I'm working on different things. This, this video is kind of like in the middle between two things that I'm working on. So I will keep you updated on that. I'll of course be discussing on each, each episode as I change things. So if you're trying to do something like this, you can certainly replicate it. But you don't need to do anything fancy. Heck, I think you can, there's, a, there's an app on your iPhone or whatever that you can just record audio with that you guys could probably get away with and do it that way. Assuming that you weren't going to do video, but totally up to you. Uh, final response here, or viewer feedback comes from, or listener feedback comes from The Stud. And this is a, a really nice positive one I thought we'd we'd send you guys out on. It says, I've watched episodes 1 through 36 over the last week. You're watching more episodes of this than I'm watching Harry Potter, my friend. And I found myself my new favorite podcast. He and Greg talk about his goals, ambitions, and desire to better himself and find balance in his life. Helps motivate me and try to do the same. I've had many goals for this year, but with the Chima virus and everything else that's happened, I lost motivation to meet and surpass them. This podcast has helped me regain a lot of that. It also helps that there's so much interesting discussion about Lego and YouTube, which is just icing on the cake. Greg mastered a balance of keeping things entertaining and inspiring, and I greatly admire that. Keep up the excellent work. And I... I thought that was a really sweet comment. I love the fact that you went through all these and this can have some type of value in your life. I, I really shy away from the ones that feel like I'm self-promoting there or whatever, but man, that was, that was just a really sweet comment. And that's really cool that you binged all of my episodes. I hope you, I hope you got something out of it. And it sounds like if, if anything, if it can start you towards a path of trying to do something in your life that you were aspiring to do that maybe you got off track on, which we've all done. In fact, look at me. I had a goal this week cleaning off my table. That didn't happen. It doesn't mean it's too late. You always have an opportunity. Every day is a new day. And you can ask yourself, what can I do today to get closer to my goal where I want to be tomorrow? And I guarantee you, even if you just make a little bit of progress, the days start adding up little by little by little, and you'll, you never know where you can end up. So on that guys, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be here with me on Missing Pieces episode 38. I hope you enjoyed this Harry Potter filled episode. Oh my gosh, the movies are so good. I'll be back with you next week. We'll probably be done with the entire series at that point, And I'm going to be lost other than Fantastic Beasts. I could get into that, but, uh, yeah, that's this week's episode. If you want to support this podcast, of course, you can join us on Patreon, which is a huge help. And you could also leave a comment on here some, for some feedback for next week. So I have something to talk about at the end of the podcast. Because without that, this podcast would have been over ages ago. Uh, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can do whatever you want, anywhere you want. Anything you do uh, is helpful. And I appreciate all you guys for, for supporting me and, and my, my passion for what I do here. It really means a lot. So on that, guys, thank you so much for watching. And we'll, oh gosh, we'll find you in the next Missing Pieces.